right. yeah, I think also this experience of like just always wanting to fuck her boyfriend and always being thinking about sex, like that is the male experience. <laughs> like outside of when men are refracting, uh, this notion of like constantly being obsessed with thinking about sex is, yeah. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to discuss going down on women with uh, a lot of hair down there, a man who is afraid to facialize, I think that's the right word, and a woman who can't get enough sex, and more. I'm Keith, my co-host is Mike, uh, and Mike identified the website that I mislabeled as Baitmate bait last week. Baitmate? called... Yeah, it's called Jerkmate. Bait and this was be the better. one where you can find people to beat off with? Yes. I, presumably, I have, <laughs> I have not investigated further than the ads that I see on Pornhub. Baitmate. Uh, well, Jerkmate. The, jerkmate. It's not jerkmate. Baitmate. It is Jerkmate. Yeah, I, I recognize that name now. Yeah, I mean, it's it, that's just a cam site. Um, so I think, yeah, it's just... Oh, it's just, okay. And they pretend that these women are... Uh, well, of course. Yeah, but no, they're 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 just cam girls, right? I mean, they'll 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 look. It's not that hard if you so desire to get a woman to accompany you during your masturbation journey. Actually, um, if you had an unlimited amount of money to spend, it could uh -huh. be sort of entertaining to get a cam girl and just say, just just be like, look, I, I don't I don't you don't need to give me a show or anything. I just want you to like hang out with me while I beat off. <laughs> I don't think that would be arousingly compelling for me no i don't think it would be but it would be kind of especially if you screen shared with her so she had to watch your porn like what do you think of this one yeah but asking her what she thinks of this one it's yeah like it's like an anthropological experiment yeah, right i don't think it would help me have a better orgasm no it wouldn't it would probably be distracting right uh and she would find it kind of confusing and and and, and it would be hard because she wouldn't know exactly what kind of reaction she was you know she'd be like how am i supposed to perform in this situation yeah she's calibrating everything to try and get more tokens or whatever right it's not uh it's not the typical but 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 i mean I, I think it's possible it's possible with some cam girls that like if you had an abnormal interaction like that that it could be sort of interesting because it would be she would be so unused to having guys right interact with her that way Right. They're used to like the kind of the fastball in the middle where he just like is kind of excited about it or tits or whatever. Right. Yeah. You can imagine that, but <laughs> that's the one in 100 or less uh, result yeah. there. Um, yeah. We talked about a few episodes ago about how, I, well, we've talked about this a bunch, about how there's this big disparity in the ease that it is for a woman to find somebody to have sex with versus a man. And yes. I feel like, you know, part of that is women. Well, another aspect of that is that women don't want to have sex as much. And so, yeah, like their, their constant experience is, is it something like the way I am in my post-nut clarity where I'm like refracting and I'm not feeling the urge to have sex as much anymore? Like, is that the constant experience for women? Like they're feeling I less suspect. urge. And yeah. even if they did, it would be available. I don't think that they would necessarily have the, uh, I assume that you, like a lot of men, <clears throat> experience a certain amount of almost repulsion toward sexual thoughts during post-nut clarity. So they might not go that far. Yeah, it disgust would be is the word I would use, that. but yeah. Okay. 
but it would be more neutral than that, right? I mean, so it's just sort of like a general sort of like, oh, this is sort of pleasant. I'm here with another person touching them and stuff like that, but it's not sexual and that like it's not building toward orgasm. Right. So yeah, I think that's probably right. Okay. So are women in a way sort of enlightened? Like they don't need to have these earthly concerns that men need to have? I think that's they- right. So that yeah, for a woman, a woman's perspective on what's happening during sex is I think it varies because I mean you could have something. It depends on Depends on how. Depends on what's happening because I, I immediately was thinking in my head. Well, if she she may have difficulty being objective about what's happening if it's kind of doing something to her body that's kind of aggressive. But mm-hmm. uh, I think their general perspective on what's happening during sex is a lot more objective than than the one a man has. A man's experience is much more like you take a drug that makes all these crazy things go on in your brain and then the drug yeah. you take another drug and it suddenly goes away and it's like this right. kind of roller coaster. Yeah, but are women I, I'm more interested in their experience like outside of the bedroom. Like mm-hmm. men are like constantly thinking about sex and it drives a lot of their behaviors, like probably a lot of their competitive behaviors and you know, desire to like achieve and so forth. But mm-hmm. women don't have they're not like saddled with this like constant, uh, you know, obsession. I mean, I think and women, women have a different, I mean, women have sort of their hormonal cycle, right? And so they do, but that's uh, a, that's on a much like slower. Yeah, that's right. But on the other hand, it, uh, makes it so that a woman is more used to having their emotional states, uh, be explainable by these kind of hormonal cycles. Men have something similar, but I don't think that men, because it's not as predictable and sort of uh, yeah, predictably like it's not a sine wave like it is for a woman, whatever wave you want to think of. For a man, it relates to specific, it's more event-based, right? I'm yeah. aroused, I'm not aroused. Yeah. I don't think men, It's. I don't think it's as obvious to men that their behavior and their drives and so forth are hormonally based as it is for women. So then they can I think it's easier for women to 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 ascribe these things to the way they're feeling. They say, "Oh, I'm feeling this way because of this or where I am in this cycle." Whereas for men, I think it takes a lot of reflection to realize, like, "Oh, I, I did that because I was super horny." Right. Like, I don't think that's a second nature for a guy to see that. And it's definitely the case that women, you know, depending uh, how they feel, will have much different experiences of sex. Whereas a guy is typically going to be sort of pretty horned up when he gets into the bedroom. But but women. Like put it this way, women, all women have a lot of experience with having sex when they're not horny. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't, and men I can't imagine. Don't. Right. Right. So they know I mean, what that feels like. And it's, 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 you know, it's not, I mean, women have the advantage of being kind of more, I don't know, more interested in human contact in certain ways than sometimes men can be. So yeah. maybe it's not uh, a negative, but it could be not as, you know, it's sort of not a massive positive. And I think that's where you get a lot of this sort of complaints um, about male behavior and so forth. On the other hand, yeah. women also experience being super horny. And a lot of times it can be related to their sort of hormonal cycles. They also know what that's like. But then again, they might, they would probably say, oh, this is hormonal. Like I just ovulated. Yeah. yeah I have a um, topic that I want to get to. We probably won't have time today, but about uh, women who take testosterone and the differences they notice in their sex drive. Because I think we could have an interesting conversation around that. Yeah, we definitely could. I mean, I've I've 
heard or read reports of women describing taking male hormones as putting them into a state of mind they've never experienced before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's um, stay with that. That might not be exactly but, right, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I had one other piece of, I guess, banter before we get to the topics I teased in the intro. Um, so I have a picture of me on my online do- dating profiles in front of Petra, which is this, uh, I don't know, ruins in, in Jordan. I can help and, people with this. Petra, hang on. Petra <laughs> is uh, a church or a sort of a, 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 a kind of almost a cathedral type thing that's carved into the side of the wall of a canyon. And inside of that, so the way you get there <laughs> is you have to um, come on a horse uh, <laughs> and uh, usually you're guided there by um, some some artifacts that you find from like a medieval knight. And inside of there actually is the Holy Grail, right? And what percentage uh, you have to go into this room understand. if you take the Holy Grail. What? What percentage of people understand this reference? A hundred. Every person <laughs> yeah. listening gets it. Yeah. In your that's mind. right though, right? And then there's an earthquake if you take the wrong grail or if you try to take right, the grail right, out right. of there and there's an old man right. in there that's like 700 years old, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. That's Petra. Yeah. So I guess- I think, Keith, I think more people know what I'm saying than know what Petra is just without any more information. And I think more people yes. have seen the Indiana Jones movies than have seen and understand what Petra is. I think the so. main reason that Petra became such a famous tourist destination is because of Indiana Jones and the last crusade. I think a but, lot of times media causes cultural things like that. Like I was just sure. thinking today about how all these people, this Netflix documentary co- or show caused all these people to start watching formula one racing. And like, I have this rant I can do about it, about how annoying that is, but I won't get into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe another time. Yeah. Uh, is it okay? I would expect women in their say twenties, who almost yeah. certainly have not seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, or at least don't okay. treat it with the reverence that people of our generation They've only do. seen the, the one with the refrigerator and then the other one with the geriatric Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah. the fourth what and fifth that? episodes in the trilogy. What's that actor's name? Shia LaBeouf? La- I don't, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, he was he was in the fourth one, and I don't even know who was in the fourth right? one. Yeah. It was the crystal skull, and then there was the furrowed wrinkle, or I don't know what the last one was. <laughs> <laughs> it has the girl who did uh, the, the television show Fleabag. Have you seen Fleabag? Oh yeah. 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 The British woman. That's a pretty good show. Yeah. I don't know. Have they made any more series of it as they call them? So, in Britain? so she wrote a couple other things before she wrote Fleabag and she stars okay. in it as well. And they're all like pretty good. Um, like she's yeah. a good writer uh, and she's a pretty good actress too. Um, but uh, she's mostly been writing since then, but she is the, the co-star in the newest Indiana Jones. I haven't seen it yet. I, I see. Know. Her name is, I think, Phoebe Waller's-Bridge. Bridges. Oh, that's Bridges. the one where she becomes the new Indiana. They're trying to turn Indiana Jones into a woman, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's a trans. Yeah. It's a trans woman. <laughs> it's actually a trans person, and also they're transitioning their age. It's like a, it's like the Doctor Who where he regenerates. And there's some sort of time travel as well, I think. Really? I don't know. Okay. I, I okay. have no idea. I mean, how do they pull Indy out of the 30s, right? Because that's when... Well, he's the, super old now, so it'd be like maybe the 60s, 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe the new one takes place in the 60s or 70s. I, I have know. no idea. doesn't matter. All right. So about Petra. Should I be appalled when people don't know what Petra is? Like I, I often get asked, oh, where are you in, in that picture? So, and the reason this bothers you is 
from your perspective, it would be like if you posted a picture of yourself in front of the White House, yeah, the Statue Eiffel of Tower, Liberty, or, yeah, yeah, like some like one of the top ten right. things in the world. Like I know, I know, like, Petra is not you. like Petra's not in like one of the top five tourist attractions. You know, like what what, what are the top five? Something like Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty, Taj Mahal, maybe I don't know. But like once you get it's into the say. sort of like uh, Machu Picchu level, I think you should also know Petra. Okay. So, or, so it's on the level Wat, of Machu Picchu. At that temple okay. in uh, Cambodia. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like people should know it or at least should be embarrassed that they don't know it. So like they shouldn't be signaling in an online dating conversation that they don't know what it is. And they are signaling that when they ask, where, where am I? Well, I think that maybe the, maybe the expectations. So a man is not, you're not typically looking for, this is not a thing that you'd be looking for in a woman. A woman would not have the expectation that a man is looking for a cultured, worldly. well-traveled, worldly, kind of, you know, knowledgeable, whatever words you want, woman. Like they know, they know that's not the main thing. I mean, so from a woman's perspective, showing interest in you is pretty high value. And that's probably what they're doing. And they wouldn't perceive it as mattering if they, in fact, it could even be viewed as a positive for a woman to not know something because then there's this opportunity for you to, you know, teach her about the world. Yeah. Well, or mansplain. Yeah. So I don't, I think the woman would not, would be, I think, I mean, have you, have you had a woman not know what it is and then you got frustrated and then what happened or has that not happened yet? No, I don't tend to mock people who ask me questions in good faith. Okay. So you Although just I do tell sometimes. them silently you're screaming into your keyboard or whatever. Uh, right. Reaching, reaching for the exit bag because you're yeah. so unhappy. It's, it's more that I, yeah, I just become less interested, but I think what you just said is interesting and maybe I should stop being so I could argue, I could argue that if they know what it is, that could be more annoying because it's like, then oh, this person's going to try to argue with me about stuff. Well, maybe, or maybe uh, that was not where I was going. I was just going to like, <laughs> they, uh, it's, it's, it's something about, uh, they are, they're, there's not going to be enough information to share. They're going to already know everything, you know, or something like that. There may not, I be. don't know. I have, have a pretty you, good have you, repertoire. Have you uh, had a, th- a thing like, have you had a situation like this where a woman had a profile picture that had something in it and you asked what it was and then she either it was you should have known what it was or she's irritated or anything like that. Have, or is this a question you don't ask because you know it's risky? Yeah. I mean, if I saw something that I thought I'm supposed to know, I would be embarrassed and I would figure it out. In fact, uh, have you ever used Google Lens? You can upload a photo and yeah. it'll tell you where they, what, whatever they think, wherever it, they think it was taken. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would do that. And then even if Google Lens couldn't identify it, I would have to be pretty sure that I'm not going to embarrass myself by asking. And so I'm a little bit so surprised you, when people, yeah. I, I think you've just explained it in a way that it now makes sense in my mind. They're not trying to virtue signal like how smart they are, which is something that I'm trying to do when I reach out to people on dating apps. But yeah, a lot of women probably aren't doing that. And so the notion that they um, might embarrass themselves by asking something obvious doesn't really cross their mind. Also, they're probably not thinking about it at all. Right. Like when I match with someone right. I'm really attracted to, 
I, I spent a lot of time trying to craft like something clever and witty uh, and signaling the right things, but she's probably got 400 matches. I'm just saying whatever. I think that's important. Let me ask you this though. When you are, when you have a set of female pictures on a dating profile and you're in the first, say 50 messages or 30, whatever, 20 messages. Yeah. Do you comment on their pictures at all? I mean, is, is that like kind of a taboo? Because, Sometimes. and I can imagine, I mean, you know, Hey, uh, like commenting on their clothing might be tricky. Commenting on uh, appearance-related stuff, I, I could imagine being going very do, negatively sometimes. If I do comment on their appearance, it'll try to be. I'll try to make it something they can control. Like I'll say, "Oh, you have like really good taste in glasses frames. Maybe they have you know sunglasses or different glasses in different pictures. Or if they have like nice earrings in different pictures, I'll be like, "Oh, you know, your your earring game is is very strong. Or something along those lines." But you wouldn't um, say like, hey, in photo three, your headlights are on or something. <laughs> no, I would not. What if they are? I mean, I bet I bet that's somewhat common, the, right? To have the high beams are showing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm <clears> sure. Some, some sort of sexuality in their photos. Yeah, I'm sure that's a pretty common experience. And probably some women, if they're really attracted to me, would respond okay to that if I did it in like a not completely gross way. But I've never tried that strategy. What the if you ask them like, like swing swing which, for the fences strategy? Yeah, what if you ask them like which of these photos was taken while you were menstruating? <laughs> that wouldn't go. It's well like a Dwight Schrute question. That just they just wouldn't <laughs> like that. Yeah, you might get the occasional person that would like think the absurdity is sort of amusing, right? But... Yeah, I, I yeah the problem. The pro- I think the problem here is that for a guy communicating with a woman on a dating platform, uh, like. It's like a, it's like playing a choose your own or doing a choose your own adventure book where like almost any every every page is just you die, <laughs> right? So it's like there, there's like yeah. there's like a yeah. thousand possible paths and like four of them are good and the rest are death, right? Right. And I don't get <laughs> so to run like, the like Monte Carlo simulation where I find the best right. outcomes. Like I just have right. to you, like you, try yeah. and say clever, witty, and like the right level of attractive things. And... Yes, but really, I can encourage. I think I've done this. I've done this on the podcast before. I have a series. We're talking over each other. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I would say, really, I'm just rolling a hundred sided dice, and I need to get like a 98 or right. higher. It's just random. Yeah, and I was going to say that I have a set of uh, dating chats that I did long ago at datingchatlogs.com. If people want to read, uh, oh yeah, these were all generally with uh, unattractive women, though. That's important. If they're above a certain level of attractiveness, they're not going. And also, I was running a profile that had a pretty attractive set of pretty attractive set of pictures in them. Uh. And it was surprising. And this also was like 10 years ago. So I think women were less <laughs> knowledgeable about like how quickly you could, yeah, just how, 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 how much trolling goes on on the internet or whatever. Um, and so they would, they would not bail as quickly, but, but the, but an important aspect is they were not the most attractive women. I think right. it was on OkCupid okay was the site that I, I did that on. I forgot about dating chat logs. I'm just, I'm back. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember it's some not a heavily trafficked site. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is uh, not secure. It's HTTP, Mike. You gotta lock that down. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know yeah, what that means. I do know what that ago. means, but I, I don't actually. Well, it's it's hosted by like Google Blogger or something, so it's their <laughs> right. fault. Well, it's set yeah. up in the Stone Age. All right, right, let's move on to this uh, pubic hair discussion. So this is uh, apparently the sex subreddit now has a anatomy category. So this person wonders. Hmm. How to eat out a girl with a lot of pubic hair. So I started dating mm. this girl who has a lot of pubic hair, presumably untrimmed. <laughs> I do love eating girls out, but I realized rather quickly that the hair is a challenge here. I feel like it kind of gets everywhere. And I also can't see it feeling good for her if I'm constantly dragging a clump of wet hair around her vagina. 
So is there any advice that you people have to make my job a bit easier? I don't want her to shave or anything. That's 100% up to her. And if she likes it, then I'm perfectly fine with it. I would just like to find a way to eat her out without making things uncomfortable for her or myself. So is there any advice? Is it easier if she's, for example, sitting on my face? Or can I kind of hold her hair back with one hand while licking her? I haven't really tried out too many options yet, which is why I'm hoping for maybe some tips. Thank you. So, so this, uh, is, this is not like a, this is someone who's just, this is someone from the 70s. Let's just say it that way. There's no trimming going on here. Sounds like it's it, a full, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're uh, going to ask this, so I, I can preempt it. I mean, I almost never run into this. Um, the full, I, the full bush. Yeah, I dated a girl who uh, went to Mills, and you know, she didn't shave her armpits or shaved her legs actually, but not her pits or her. Is uh, this the woman that had no sense of smell? No, that's okay. another woman from the East Bay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, okay, what, and what happened? How did you manage this with this woman? Did, did this come up? Maybe you don't remember specifically. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I do remember going down on her and being like, this is a little bit different, a little bit of a challenge. I, I think this guy describes it well. It's like, yeah, the hair gets sort of matted and everywhere. And it seems like it could be, I mean, it, it is a little bit discomforting for me and it seems like it could be for her as well. I think it's reasonable for a man to take the position that for him to engage in that activity, she needs to like shorten the pubes to, you know, a, a centimeter <laughs> Trim. or less yeah. or something. Some, yeah. Like some, because then, I mean, you, yeah, you could, there are various options after that point, but there's some length below which you could and it's it's not a huge uh, sacrifice for the woman to to do that generally right. sort of trim and, and make it better oh yeah but some women i mean the type of woman who doesn't trim it all down there might be particularly offended by that suggestion yeah i mean the problem is that uh that he's just going to be sort of disincentivized to participate in that activity that she may yeah. want him to do and that she's going to wind up in the kind of unenviable position of having to complain at him about it, which I think most women would not do actually. Yeah. Have you had a woman complain at you about lack of oral before? From me? No, uh, no. Yeah. From you. Correct. Uh, no, I have not. No. Even, even in like a, a situation where there was less sex than maybe she wanted happening. Oral would never be the specific, uh, axis along which she would register her concerns. I think I did actually, actually, I did have a partner who complained that I like wasn't expending enough effort, but, uh, my thought was that she didn't like it, like that, that I was sort of wasting my time, but then okay. she clarified that no, I wasn't. And she wanted me to. So then I did. That's interesting. You, did you tell her that you thought you were wasting your time? So when she brought it up, I was like, oh, I just kind of stopped because I thought you weren't really that into it. Okay. And then you didn't say anything. And so, um, but I guess when I do that going forward, should I like announce that I'm going to stop doing this thing that I think they don't like? I don't know. Probably. Well, maybe not announce it, but maybe like the, the yeah, like Somehow bring conversation. It up. <laughs> Although I wonder whether that, how well received such a conversation would be. Yeah. 
you know, like, yeah, would, would she be honest? Would it be useful, et cetera? Right. Like, I actually don't right. know. This person would have been, and I probably should have been more of a grown up about it in retrospect. How was her, what was her hair situation? Her hair was short to none. I see. Yeah. What's the, the what is the, um, let's see. I guess, uh, the, the, the most common situation <laughs> you would encounter is the most common situation is shaved or waxed. Which of those? Is the uh, most shaved. Sometimes, like if I'm going on vacation with someone, they'll they'll go get waxed. But usually, people shave. I think and, waxing and people... has some like not so great medium term consequences. Like I think you can get more ingrown hairs from waxing. Maybe not. I, I don't know. I'm I'm wildly speculating here. I don't actually know. My impression is actually the opposite of that. That yeah, that, uh, that, that's why shaving I started second guessing myself. Actually, yeah, I mean, obviously, waxing costs money and time. Unless you do it yourself, that would be sort of tricky and time. So, depending on the specific mm-hmm. limitation the person has, yeah, you yeah. Know, something different there. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Uh, a couple people have s- some decent suggestions here, so. This person says, either she or you can spread the lips apart holding the hair back because doing the spread stretches the skin. It can actually make it feel better for her. That's sort of not relevant to the hair situation. But yeah, I I guess you can like use your hands to sort of spread things apart. And then this person adds, to add to this, you want to flatten the hair by placing your hands together a little closer to the pubis. I don't know what he means by the pubis. Then gently spread the lips and lift up a little bit vertically as this typically brings up the clitoral hood and exposes the clit more. Obviously, the anatomy from woman to woman is different, and some may feel, uh, he says overtly, but he means say overly sensitive when it comes to direct clitoral stimulation, but this has always helped me in getting my partners off. So that is good advice, regardless of the hair thing. Um, Which part? Oh, just sort of um, pulling her lips apart, you know, gently and lifting a little bit. It can uh, raise the clitoral hood a bit or just expose the clitoris. From the so you're saying with, with with two hands, like you I you think have this guy's describing with two hands, but you could use your fingers too. You could use fingers on one hand. I see, and so you sort of like turn your hand around, so you have your thumb and your index finger on either side. Yeah, I, I mean our, our listeners can't face. say this, but I, but I'll show you on the webcam. You can sort of go like this, and then like you know pull apart and separate like that with two hands, or you can come from above with your index right. finger. If you pull and separate with two hands, then that means you're having to support your entire head with your neck muscles. So that would get kind of tiring potentially. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a minefield out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, okay, generally, I think if you have a bunch of hair down there, it just does probably make it a bit harder to receive maximum pleasure from your male partner. All these things make me wonder whether it's not better to just tell your partner that you prefer to do it with sort of a blanket over her hips so she can't really see what you're doing. And then after like a few sessions, you just shift, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, shift over to getting a jar of peanut butter, smearing it on there and having the dog do it. (laughs) I was wondering where you were going with that. She's Uh, like, there was a, I do have a piece of Your tongue got really long. (laughs) (laughs) And much more enthusiastic. 
Um, <laughs> your, 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 your breath seems uh, accelerated. All right, let's move on. Uh, this person says, my boyfriend didn't want to come on my face. He's 18, I'm 19. This is new to him. Like I took his virginity a week ago, but we've been having sex like every day since. He comes a lot. Uh, like when I have him, mm. in, when I gave him a hand job, he painted my tits, which was hot. So I suggested he do the same to my face. Never actually tried that before because even though I've had sex. I've never really been in a relationship, and that limits what I was comfortable with. Feel awkward asking random guys to do anything, lol. But he didn't really wow. seem very enthusiastic about coming on my face at all. When I talked to him about it, he wasn't all bouncing off the walls, excited to try like with everything else. I'm going to I'm imagining a 18 year old man excited to have, be having sex for his first week. I'm not going to lie. Sure. I could tell you he was uncomfortable and kind of ignored his feelings because I wanted to try it until literally he was ready to go. He asked me to close my eyes and I said, it's hot to watch you. He said he's heard it hurts a lot if it gets in my eye. And I said, it'll be fine. I'll just wash it out. Yeah, that's called the red eye. Okay, we're going to get into that. But looking at him, I've never seen a man look so uncomfortable with his cock in his hands. So I asked if he really wants to do it. And he said, only if I want him to, which I understand to me, no. And we did something else. He later said it just didn't feel right, but he's willing to try again another time. It's definitely just the mental barrier of not having done it before. I always usually swallow for my blowjobs, but what if next time I just take it out when he says he's close? Show him it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, that would be considered sexual assault, I believe. To like Taking his for- cock out of her mouth and making it spew on her face is sexual yeah, assault? But on, on so. whom? I think, the, I think the definition of sexual assault... Uh, so this is different from rape, but the the definition of essay is something around uh, lack of consent. And if you like, cons- for- okay, I thought you were going to say that it's a partner da- to do something uh, without okay. consent. I think that's that's by some definition sexual assault. So you think that the man? This isn't what I think. The- this is the way that the culture and language has evolved. Okay, fine. So the culture has decided that part of consent is where the man's <laughs> ejaculate goes it's interesting no but he said or indicated that he doesn't want to come on her face uh he's willing to come down her throat but not on her face and if she forces him to do so that would be the assault part but she i think that for an it. adult man for an adult man culturally uh-huh. culturally speaking uh-huh. i do not think it is the only way to sexually assault him is something involving his mouth or his anus those are the, if those body parts are not involved, it is it cannot be assault. Whoa. I think culturally. I think uh, in spirit, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, well, agree I just think that's the reality culturally. of it. Like, yeah, and realistically, it has to be penetration of his mouth or his anus. Like those, yeah. are, those, those. Then you could have an, a true thing that culture would get worried about. I mean, um, you know, we're going through a referendum now in our culture on what constitutes sexual assault, and right, you're not very oblivious tricky. to that, right? Yeah, no, I read the uh, I read about uh, Russell Brand. For example, is his name? Yeah, there is. He's uh, been Brand accused. Yeah, and he um, it, it there's a curious phenomenon <clears throat> that men who sort of uh, at some point were uh, in the cultural consensus, the cultural sort of progressive consensus, then switch over and start like becoming like doing what Elon Musk did with X suddenly uh-huh. start getting accused of sexual assault which what i think so i actually have a thought there which is i think that the i think the why that happens <sighs> is that yes. is that most celebrity men have done a lot of kinky sex stuff with women that arguably is some kind of assault like it's i just think that if you're a celebrity man these things happen 
And then it's a question of who gets accused, right? It's, it's yeah. And then you could say these things yeah. shouldn't happen. Okay. But I mean, like, like, look, celebrity probably shouldn't happen. Like there's a lot of things right. messed up about culture. So yeah, I think that's, that's probably why that happens. And so they, they get a, the people get incensed about some position the person takes and then they say, ah, well now I'm going to accuse you of this thing, that's which is probably take. a legitimate yeah. thing. Yeah. I didn't um, think that's the direction you were going to go there. I thought you were going to, where did you think I was going to go? I don't know. Something about how Russell Brand is being unfairly accused. I'm sure uh, it happened. I, yeah. I, I suspect I he did what he's being accused of. The, the consent part is the part that uh, we've talked about consent a bit, but yeah, like <laughs> retroactively withdrawing consent based on somebody's political views seems a little bit fraught. And it's hard to say. I mean, I just think that a lot of males, like, th- look, the high, the most valuable commodity in the world is young, attractive females, women. That is the most valuable thing. Uh, I, I find that <clears throat> highly valuable. Yeah, there's like a decent uh, comedy routine the guy has where he, as you can find, where he talks about how. Oh, yeah, I know. It's 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 not okay. It's it's. I think it's a divorce attorney that's talking, and he's talking about how. Like on the one side of the table, you'll have the hedge fund guy that's earned, you know, $400 million, you know, yeah. matching his wits against all these people. And on the other side, there's just a hot chick. And he's like, look, right. and they're equal value. They're equal <laughs> right. value. Like she gets half his stuff. Like that's how it works. Right. Uh, he's willing to sacrifice half his stuff for this hot chick. So that tells you how much it's worth. Um, and so the point is that when men become celebrities, they, as long as they're heterosexual, they, to a man, uh, wind up kind of doing kinky stuff and with women and like, yeah, men have a kind of weird sexual appetites. Anyway, yeah. this question is about a woman that wants guys spewing on her face, which like I, my view on that would be like a woman who truly wants guys nutting on their face. If she made that known publicly enough would just, she would probably drown. Right. She yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to go in this direction. Uh, I'm going to reveal something here that you probably won't find that surprising, but yeah, I don't think I have ever come on somebody's face. Including your own. Including my own. How could you come on? Oh, yeah, I could invert myself. Friendly fire. No, I mean, uh, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I've probably like, got I mean, some on my chin if I'm like exactly. laying down. Yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, yeah, so I so guess excluding, job excluding my own. Excluding okay. my own. Um, you've never done that. Have you ever wanted to do this? Yeah. Uh, I think generally I worry that the woman doesn't actually want that. Like it's an act of domination that's just. Like they're, 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 they're saying they want me to do it because they think that I want to do it. Um, Some so high, but, high neuroticism concerns. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I'm sort of, you know, reverse double crossing myself here because they, they might actually want that. But, and then also we've talked about this a bit before, but I don't like doing super dominant acts to women that I, um, care about and respect I, I i struggle there a bit mentally i know the bedroom's a different place and then out of the bedroom and all that but yeah for me i'm not super eager to come on the face of somebody that you know i've been dating for months um but apparently i'm unusual here do you let me ask you this do you respect your furniture like your desk <laughs> uh I do really like the desk I have, but uh, my feelings come on it a lot, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's actually, um, the color of my desk is uh, sort of navy colored. And if I I used to have a desk that was another color, but this desk particularly shows cum stains. (laughs) So, uh, that's interesting. 
I have to be careful to keep it clean. It shows, wait, wait, what is it made of that it shows cum stains? I would not, I mean, is it fabric Here. of some kind? I can, I can show you. I'm going to point down. Okay, this, this looks see. like, he's pointing the camera at his crotch. Uh, it looks like some kind of. <laughs> Occluded by the desk. Maybe wood with some kind of like uh, something yeah, on it. Like, I think I got it from Ikea, so it's cheap, but it's, I think it's fiber. It's just like a covering. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you, but it's and, navy and what does, in what way does it show cum stains? Oh, I think if I used to have a wooden desk and it was less okay. and, and I think before that maybe I had a glass desk and that one also showed cum stains in sort of an annoying way. Maybe desks just show cum stains. I mean, glass, you can obviously just Windex and take anything off of it. No, right? it's not a problem cleaning it. It's just about being lazy. I, I have had the following situation arise, which is uh, uh, a, la- a, a young lady will be over at my house and I'll notice like a little cum spot on the desk and I'm just sort of embarrassed. It hasn't happened. People don't assume that like a little bit of white smudge is, is cum or at least. Uh, yeah. I recall you had, you, I helped you at some point a few, like a couple months, a few months ago with, uh, you had, you weren't sure how to cover cause you had, you had vagina fluid stains on both sides of like your comforter and your bed or something. Yeah. And I think we came yeah. up, I think we, you turned it inside out, which was mm-hmm. a good move. Thank you. Yeah, there's actually four. Yeah. I, I, I was pretty sure. Cover. Well, the, the issue we discussed at the time was uh, she might notice that it's inside out and wonder, but then we both decided, yeah, but her like default assumption won't be that like, oh, it's inside out because he's covering vagina stains. <laughs> like it's the best would be if she if she'd figured that out, flip, seen it, and then flipped it over, and then there was another one. She'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> but of course, you can't really know that they're from different women. I think they were from different women, though, right? In this particular In that case. case, they were. Yeah, it might have been yeah. a fairly degenerate phase of mine. It could be, or maybe you just didn't wash your uh, bed clothes uh, for a while. Let's just say that maybe, maybe it was. You were Maybe. out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were alone. Who's no, to say? Were, anyway. Uh, okay. So you have never nutted on a woman's face. You've never wanted to. I mean, I think that generally men are supposed to, when they're in the early phases of dating a woman, g- kind of do a bunch of dirty things to the woman. They're, they're, want, they're supposed to want to mark their territory somehow. And I think a lot of times that leads to this sort of facial type behavior. I guess. So it's like before you've really built up respect and rapport with the person, you're just yeah. kind of wanting to, you, yeah. you don't experience that? Like you, you I guess I was of, sort of, yeah, I guess I was sort of going there when I said, yeah, with my long-term partners, I really don't want to. I guess I felt the compulsion to, I mean, okay, for sure. Like when I'm watching porn, it is a little bit uh, interesting to watch the man finish on the girl's face. Like it really is dominant in a way that's kind of cool. Yeah, And so- you know, like I can project that onto myself and like imagine enjoying that when I'm when I'm uh, <laughs> orgasming with a real life woman in my life. But I think that, you know, so one thing is after I've known them for a while, it feels like it's sort of disrespectful. And then early on, I'm worried that they don't actually want that. And they're just saying they do. And so I, I haven't been able to get over either of those humps. OK. Yeah. When I see it in porn, I actually actively dislike it. But I, but I, so, so I never really enjoyed it, but I think that's because it's similar to what you said. I think it's because I'm able to develop so quickly when watching porn, sometimes in under 10 seconds, a level of respect for the woman that it already bothers me when he nuts on her face. What are you doing to this lovely woman uh, that I just clicked on? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, we've discussed porn. I don't really like cum shots in porn generally. I'm surprised by I would rather I would rather the guy if he's going to do a facial do it sort of on her lips. 
or something so that it winds up in her mouth. I don't like, I don't like it when the porn just ends with her, st- with stuff all over her face because then it's, 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 I feel like it's kind of a cliffhanger. I guess <laughs> I know what's going to happen, <laughs> but, yeah, I, gonna... but I don't see it. Yeah. And, and, there, and, there, and there are these things I've heard about from various subreddits and so forth of apparently there it's common for couples to keep like a rag by their bed that's used to clean up cum. And I get the impression that they use it multiple times without cleaning it between. And that really bothers me. Like the notion that she's going to wipe it off her face with like something that's kind of crusty and has like seven other semen loads on it. That really bumps me out. And it's not a question of respect there. It's just a question (laughs) of like raw, like sort of tidiness. Like just, I don't want to, I don't want to be wiping my face with something and and like hit a, and and the thing I'm wiping it with has like an edge, has like a, a corner, you know, like a, it's rigid. Like that's not great. How would you feel if you knew your partner wasn't even cleaning the sheets in between? In between what? <laughs> oh, the thing you did? Yeah. I don't know how that would be for a female. Let's see. No, for a they guy, don't. I would make no, for it would bum me out if I thought there was like sure. five different guys semen on the sheets. I yeah. mean, this is one of the reasons why I don't uh, understand guys that go to escorts. It's hard to understand because it's not, there's just a lot of semen flying around. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So. We're on the same page there. Okay, there was one more thing I wanted to litigate about uh, the- uh, Facials? Facials, which is, somebody says here, I just want to say that I can confirm it burns like pepper spray if it gets in your eyes. Is that mm, okay. true? Another person says the pink eye thing is true. I remember once it happened to me and my mom kept wanting to take me to the doctor. I told her it was just allergies or something. Um, this is a thing that could be tested. I actually think that- Right. I mean, you could yeah, obviously test this. I really don't want to. On myself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You could take, I, I actually have, um, would you rather I taste a, it or rub it in your eye? Taste it, I think. Oh my God. I think I would rather rub it in my eye. I really don't want to taste my own semen. It's going to go into your nose sort of a, and into your mouth if you put it in your eye. Point. No, it's not. Uh, yes. That's what happens to things you put in your eye. They oh, go you mean the, your the, nose. the mucus membrane like transfers? Yeah. Okay, so uh, one, I do you're have doing um, both, and the other you're just doing one. So, I do have two two lop-eared rabbits here at the house, and I know that a lot of animal what? testing is done on rabbits, so I could Why potentially have... ejaculate in one of their eyes to test. I didn't, I didn't know you had rabbits. Um, yeah, two rabbits, I'm not yeah. sure. It, you know, it's a little bit like rat and monkey testing. Like sometimes the the lessons learned from testing on those mammals. It's true. Uh, there are female rabbits. Continue. Is there some risk that if I did that? They could, I could produce some sort of human rabbit hybrid. It is a risk. Yeah. You should be careful actually with that. Not worth it. That's actually a joke. I've had a vasectomy, so that can't happen. Oh, good point. Yeah. That's why it can't happen. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Oh, wait. But is it true that if it gets in your eye, like you get this like really awful reaction? That's why it's called the red eye. Okay. So it is done. I've done that. Does it sting like like pepper spray? I don't, I mean, I. I that seems I, maladaptive. I've never done it to myself, so I don't know. But yeah. well, maybe it's not maladaptive. I mean, you don't want it in your eye. It's supposed to go in the vagina, right? So like anything that makes it kind of not great for it to touch other mucous membranes actually seems kind of adaptive to me. Yeah, uh, I did uh, uh, long ago. <clears throat> I've discussed this on the podcast before. I had this woman that I worked with that uh, a few different times gave me would come over to my desk and give me blowjobs under my desk. And one of the times, uh, yes, yeah. I think I was standing up and I nutted in her and it went in her eye and that mm-hmm. was embarrassing because then she had red eyes for the rest of the time that day. That's like the, uh, something about Mary scene, right? Where she gets it in her hair. Yeah. 
Well, that's, yeah, okay. That's not very realistic because the semen in that case. So semen does not stay gelatinous like that. It turns into right. a pretty fluid after a little while and, and they, <laughs> right. they really got that wrong. It actually- I know, I didn't, but the absurdity of them like getting it wrong. I, I kind of like the absurdity of it being like hair gel. I didn't like it because I, I like that stuff. I like this people is unrealistic. correct. But yeah, okay. it's too unreal. It took me out of it. I couldn't suspend disbelief right. when I saw that semen just stay like that. Right. All right. Fair yeah, enough. Didn't work for me. Um, all right. The next topic I'd lined up sort of overlaps with the conversation we had earlier, but maybe we can make it different. All right. This person says, uh, this is a 22-year-old female and she has a 23-year-old boyfriend. I feel like I literally can't fuck him enough. I'm so incredibly in love with my boyfriend. Ugh. We've been dating Ugh. for a little less than a month and we are head over heels about each other. Yet, yet I have somewhat of a weird issue. I've been researching online and through other subreddits, but I can't find any similar questions. This is not my first relationship at all, but I've never experienced this with anyone before. Okay. So she, in her mind, I'm pausing here for effect. She has this like really bizarre thing that she can't find anywhere on the internet, anyone else who has had this experience. All right. When I have sex right. with my boyfriend, I literally feel like we are not having sex enough. I don't know how to explain it. I'm attracted to him. I always orgasm more than once and it's very pleasurable overall. But even while doing it, I always feel like there's this itch I can't scratch, like a desire I can't completely satisfy. And I truly don't know what to do about it. It happens the same to me when we kiss. She's not orgasming. <laughs> Indeed. And even sometimes when I tell him I love him, it just doesn't feel enough. Like just saying I love him doesn't really communicate what I'm trying to express. And it is starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Have you ever had this feeling? And if so, what did you do about it? Uh, TLDR, I feel like I can't completely direct all the desire I feel toward my boyfriend and it feels uncomfortable. So yeah, there's two things here that like she's confused about. I think she's not orgasming. And it's, also, you never know, but I mean, she, yeah. she always has more than one. That's a little suspicious. And then like, right. this, there's this itch I haven't scratched. It's like, well, I can, I can think of one thing that could be, but go on. Yeah. Right. feels completely unsatisfied. Right. Yeah. I think also this experience of like, just always wanting to fuck her boyfriend and always being thinking about sex. Like that is the male experience. <laughs> like outside of when men are refracting, uh, this notion of like constantly being obsessed with thinking about sex is yeah. A, a yeah. Good I mean, there's of, some other male experience. I took the way she was characterizing it to be like, there's some emotional thing. There's some emotional lock that his key doesn't turn. Yeah, maybe. She um, didn't say that though. That, that might be what she means, but that's not what she says. Yeah, I know. That would be like my pop psych. I mean, so yeah, it could be the orgasm thing. It could also be just like, she, do, she, she doesn't actually like him that much. <laughs> so yeah. she's like overcompensating for something. There's some nonsense right. going on here. Right. Um, maybe she just really needs like anal or something. Like maybe there's some sex act that she hasn't discovered yet. She has a fetish, an undiscovered fetish that like needs to be found that he can sort of like, you know, accomplish for her. Maybe that's huh. what it's like to have like a fetish. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be possible. I'm sure it is the case that people have fetishes they just don't know about. And if you haven't tried everything, I mean, you know, if, if a guy was saying this, I would say maybe he needs to be pegged. That's the, that's the missing link. Yeah. It's one of those sort of I don't think dildos. a man would say something like this. Like, oh, I'm having multiple oh, orgasms with my partner and I feel unsatisfied. Like, I think I would feel exhausted, but not unsatisfied. Right. Yeah. Because the, because for a guy like the, the, the nut. It's a release. It's a really satisfying, awesome release. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I don't right. know. It could just be, it could just be a version of like a normal relationship thing for a woman where she just, she's just obsessed with him and wants to be around him all the time. You know, yeah, it could be, which is common. 
you, you've been on the that. you've been on the uh, the 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 receiving end of that many times, right? Mm-hmm. And then course, you and the the, the the best feeling in the world, uh, you've told me, is <clears throat> when someone is obsessed oh, no. with you and you ghost them. Yeah, it's just such a great feeling. Oh yeah. I'm pretty good about not ghosting. Yeah, and you've. You find a, you find a, a, like outside your window, there's a drone hovering there watching you and stuff. You get stalked. Must be, yeah. I mean, that really, you can't, I think women, if someone's obsessed with you, you shouldn't ghost them because of that. I, yeah. I think women need to be, take some care in the way that they like reject somebody they've seen a few times and like knows where they live because men can right. just go insane it's, and it's, it's, can it's present sort of a, yeah. more physical danger than, than women can. It makes me think there's like a double meaning to ghost. I mean, obviously the, the 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 normal meaning of ghost is just like you become a ghost, you disappear from the relationship. But there's this other idea of like, I'm sure you've seen like comedy sketches or whatever where somebody says, that's the way you create a ghost. Like, you know, you if somebody dies in a particular, the ironic way or something like that, well, it's like this. If, if the relationship dies in a certain way, she's going to be like a, a ghost in your life chasing you around because you can't get rid of her. Like it's like a, you're going to be haunted by her. Yeah. So you have to sort of like let her down more easily than that probably yeah I, I there's a you have to sort of make a evaluation about how somebody is when you're deciding how to end things i think sometimes ghosting can be the proper thing especially for women because if a woman you know writes to a man let's say they've been on two dates they had sex the second time and you know he really likes her but she's just not that into it if she says like hey you know, I'm just not whatever. Like he's almost certainly going to like start interrogating her and demanding answers. And, and then a lot of people are going to be kind of crazy. So like she could send him something or she can just ghost him and like, yeah, ghosting isn't very considerate, but the downside risk for her is massively mitigated by ghosting. And so, right. I think, I think most, I think I've done that before where like on the receiving side of a breakup, actually, I'm sure I've done it. We're like, yeah, like I didn't, yeah, basically, I, I I caused a person to not ghost, but like to sort of have to cut off contact much more because because I was like, yeah, and and, and the rationale was just I wanted sex, right? Exactly, it was just that. It was like, like well, a man you know, is there's a one percent chance. Right. I mean, the thing, yeah, the thing is, if as a man, uh, let's see, your odds of having sex with any random woman are like zero point with a bunch of zeros and one or something <laughs> per day or something. They're really low, but any woman you've ever had sex with. Before, right. they're much yeah. higher. They're probably at least 0.1% per day, like if you yeah. try. Yes. And so for a man, like any woman you've had sex with before is always going to be someone that you're going to try harder. Right. Or, yeah. And so this is right. a problem women have. Yeah. We're coming into uh, the holiday season here. And yeah, there's like a, a meme online about women getting texts from a bunch of exes on like Thanksgiving or Christmas saying, like, hey, what's up? It's like, yeah, let's see what's going on here. All right, let's move on. Hmm. So this post was um, deleted by the user and the user deleted their account, but not before I copied the subject. My boyfriend keeps asking about my fantasies or what I watch in porn, but I like incest porn. Should I tell him? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's all fake incest porn, of course, but go on. I'm going to go, yeah, with probably not here. Now, um, Let's say you had to write a one-act play about somebody who really likes incest porn, but a woman who likes incest porn. A woman who really likes incest porn, but doesn't have any problems. What? Uh, how? Can you? Can you? Can you do so? Well, incest porn is usually. Wait, let's see. I guess there's two forms. It takes it's brother, sister, or stepmother. 
but it's usually stepmother, uh, right? It's not usually brother sister. There's stepdad, stepdaughter too. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, you're right. And actually, maybe that's the more common one because the guy's going to fetishize wanting to have sex with his with right. a woman much younger than a girl, much younger than him. Okay, right. So, but for a woman, the fetish I'm thinking is going to be the brother sister one. So it's either she wants a guy older than her, or it's brother sister. In which case, it's just kind of uh, so she the one act play taboo. where there's nothing wrong with her. The yeah. one act play with her where there's something wrong, nothing wrong with her is that she wants to be a detective who's investigating sex crimes. She she wants to be like that uh, Mariska Hargitay yeah. on SVU. SVU, yeah. And she uh, and it turns her on to investigate crimes, and the crime that she likes to investigate is sibling incest. Uh-huh. Uh, and she just, yeah, she wants to be a detective. And, and so she likes to sort of like have that porn running in the background when she masturbates because it makes I her see. think of her detective. It's pretty hard to come up with a one act play that does not yeah. end with the woman, uh, ha- having, having sex with someone that she shouldn't be. Right. So it, it's a little yeah. bit hard to answer the question. Should she tell her boyfriend? But, uh, I'm going to lean on a uh, hard. No, there's just no, <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, the boyfriend might want to know that there's something wrong with her, right? I mean, he's well, concealing in that case, kind of. He he should probably want her to tell him, but it could. Right. Th- she doesn't have much upside by telling him. I mean, what if he's yeah, also I'm... really into incest porn? That's not good. Let me say this. I have I have something else to say about this. I don't think that women's porn preferences reveal as much about them as men's porn preferences would. Right. Women are not going to generally be into porn as much. So maybe she just likes incest porn because there's more of a story or something. She's like, yeah, yeah. I just like how there's some conflict. You know, there's, there's, That's the direction. there's a plot. That was the direction I was going to go. Like a yeah. lot of the porn on the like standard tube sites is incest porn. And so you might just be like, look, I prefer this to some of the other porn, like the the massage porn or the doctor patient porn. I just like prefer the the execution of, of incest porn movies over what's wrong other with things. just like normal two people who want to fuck each other porn why does it have to be doctor patient massage i think massage the di- all, yeah it's like he, yeah go ahead i think the directors of these sites are just sort of of these porns are just sort of uninspired and then also yeah i don't think there's a whole lot of value in trying to make a porn with interesting creative direction so they just do stuff that they know there's an appetite for and there isn't much right. exploration to see if you could do other okay but i'm just lines. saying like you can have porn that's just normal people having i mean there is porn of normal people having sex i guess it's, it's just boring so you don't talk about it as much but like these other yeah it's surprising to me that there's a market for doctor patient porn i don't know yeah it's not particularly interesting unless you're talking about like larry nasser yeah there's a there's a series called <laughs> why do Yeah. You, You're just like, yeah, that's why true. Do you, that's true. Why do you try to inject Larry Nasser into like every third of our podcasts? <laughs> disabuse uh, you of that. People hate Larry Nasser. Get him to disabuse the people he abused. Um I don't even remember what I was gonna say. Let's move on. Um Yeah. Let's see here. Uh okay, yeah, this is a good one to finish up because it's just preposterous. Uh, this person says, wife wants to participate in women's bodies positivity circle that includes self-pleasure around other women. 
From my point of view, this amounts to interacting with other women in a sexual setting, everyone feeling charged from the sexual energy in the room, and everyone getting off the sounds and sexual energy of the room. She claims it's mm-hmm. a solo journey about accepting your own body. Anyway, <laughs> I think this is like engaging in sexual activity with others. She claims not that at all. What do you all think? So this is a classic example of one of those things where um, you need to... Uh, reverse the genders and, and see if your perspective changes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, let's say that uh, I came circle home jerk. to my to my hypothetical girlfriend and said, yeah, I want to go, go to a circle jerk. Like, I think she would uh, she would justifiably be a little concerned. Do you think so? Yeah, what yes. would her concern be? It would be, it'd be that you're gay? That would be a, a possible concern. What if she knew you were lead. gay? Uh, what if she was confident you were not gay? That was not a concern to her at all for various reasons. She just, yeah. Write me a one act play about a man who wants to go to a circle jerk who isn't gay curious. If I knew, let me think about this. Mike, if I knew what, be careful what you're about to say here, but please go on. (laughs) If I knew there was no way that I would have to participate, like, okay. Yes. If I could, if there was a way. Okay. What do you mean by participate? If there was a way, like, nah, okay, uh, where I would have to like beat off with them or like in any way, like I don't want them to look at me. I basically want to be like a camera. I want to be like in a- Yes, this is solo okay. masturbating, which is preferable to going to a circle jerk. If I, I want to be basically inside of like an R2-D2 costume that only I have the key to get out of <laughs> and it's like made of titanium, they can't get into it and I just sort of roll around. Like there's a lot of situations I would be willing to as in R2-D2 co- uh, costume roll around and just to see just to see with my own eyes things that go on. Now, I don't think I would enjoy yes. a circle jerk just like I don't I, I've never been to one of these um, power exchange type clubs in San Francisco. I could go because yeah. I know I, I know I don't want to watch games yeah. and have sex with each other. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah. that. I'm, but, I'm conceptually you know. interested in knowing how it makes me feel. Like I went to a bullfight once and yeah. uh, I wanted to know how it make, made me feel. And it was actually pretty affecting. Like I, I think there were five fights and I left like halfway through the second one. It, I just What bothered really, you about it? Uh, the violence of it and the sort of crowd cheering it on. And I think the, it would be annoying that they kill the cow, but don't even make hamburgers out of it afterward. Seems I'm like not a sure waste, what they right? do with it. Also, I, I don't think right, bull meat is the problem. Is bull meat as tasty as cow meat? I mean, I'm sure you could at least make like dog food out of it or something. You know, they probably do. Recycle. Maybe they do. I mean, look, these animals are going to be killed eventually anyway. Like, so, you know, all right. Yeah. I actually don't know exactly what happens in a bullfight. Do they kill it in like a grisly way? Like, do they, yeah, is it I'm just not deciding nice? whether, okay, well, yeah, uh, trigger warning. I'm going to talk about bullfighting now. Uh, yeah, you, um, first the bull comes out and there's like three men on horses, I think, and they have spears that they try and barb it with to, to weaken it. And then there's some other weakening exercise. I don't remember where it is, but it's, it's at this point, it's, it's substantially weakened. And then the actual main matador comes out. And so weakened means it's lost a bunch of blood. Yes. Yes. And might actually be physically diminished by the wounds it's had, but I'm not sure about that. I see. And then the matador has a sword and a cape and he, uh, you know, tries to tire it out even further. And while the bull is doing its passes, he's meant to stick his sword, uh, in the back of its neck. And, uh, if he gets it in the right place, it, I guess, severs the the spinal cord and it dies immediately. 
but the the one that I saw to completion, he missed. And okay. uh, there was actually some booing about that. That's bad because it's quite cruel. And then they let him try again, and he like missed again. Um, so the the bowl like went down to its knees, and it was kind of sad. And then some guy came out and like basically executed it. Um, With what? How did he execute it? Uh, like he a, a had mace? no. He he got it in the neck. Maybe the matador eventually. A sword. Got it. I don't. I don't okay. remember exactly. I don't remember. My recollection is somebody came out to to the, do the needful, but I don't know how he would have been better than the matador at doing that. So I, right. I, I just so the don't problem remember. with doing that is that is that it's uh, it's um uh, yeah encouraging animal suffering is not very far from encouraging human suffering. So like people seeing that can get bad ideas in terms of what they do, and so yeah, of course it's much better well, to kill animals. And I was- I was intellectually interested in seeing it because I wanted to know how it would make me feel. You know, like I'm not a vegetarian and I eat meat, but, you know, my experience of eating meat is mostly abstracted. It comes to me cooked or even if you get it in the store, it's like shrink wrapped. You don't see the corpse like you do at butchers and and markets in other countries. Anyway, Mm -hmm. this is all a long winded way of saying I could imagine wanting to see a circle jerk. Uh, But. Yeah, participate is a different. Participating is a, okay. a bridge. Do you bridge, now back wait. to this woman's back to this woman's situation? If yeah. you could watch, if you could watch one of these female circle jerks, would you? Oh, and you were in an yeah. RGD costume, would you watch that? Yes, I think it would be unenjoyable. I, yeah, I, probably. Look, I would. I would watch probably. it, but I. Yeah, it would probably. be. It would just be. It would be like not very sexual, and it would just be, be too mechanical. Yeah, and they wouldn't. They're, yeah, they're not like, there's something like it matters. Like one of the issues I have with like solo female cam girls, like the benefit is like they can be a lot of times the solo female cam girls are much more attractive than the ones that are with a guy, which makes sense because they don't really want to be a porn star or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're younger. A lot of times the solo ones, it's lower barrier to entry. Yeah. Um, but the lack of like just a woman cavorting can be less compelling than a woman showing desire for a man. Like that, that, that second thing is kind of important and it's what like, uh, uh, kind of, yeah, makes it more of a sexual situation. Now, if I could go to a woman's circle jerk and like, they're all masturbating, like looking at me. So that they're like sexually aroused <laughs> yeah. by me. That would yeah. be kind of cool. But yeah, that's it's, it's a not, big gap there. That's not what we yeah, have. That's not a thing. Right. Yeah. This guy, yeah, this guy could, this guy could say to his partner, like, "Hey, I, I want to go too. I want to participate." It, this is the thing; he's got the wrong idea. It's not. So, so this is the thing; it's not going to be like a circle jerk. Actually, I know you're huh. gender reversing it. I don't agree with that. It's not like a circle jerk. It's just some like sad women. It's not. He should just let her do it. It's not. It's not sexual. I mean, are it's they learning anything? Is this a class? I mean, if it's, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of. I don't know. Like, I bet a lot of the women are going to fake their <laughs> orgasms. Oh, God. Because they won't yeah, be comfortable. Maybe. It'll be hard for them to right. settle in and they'll feel some pressure. Well, they're, supposed, and... they're supposed to have had this like shared experience. Yeah. All right. Right. We're over time. So, here. I'm going to wrap this yeah. up. You have anything else you want to add on the not female circle jerk? I mean, no, I, I would be willing to sort of stand in the middle and spin circles and like give them all facials <laughs> while they do it or something. If that's, uh, that's, that's all so, I have to say. So magnanimous, Mike. So that'll do it for You're this okay. episode of Your Mileage May Vary. Uh, we like getting feedback, uh, especially negative feedback since. And we, we like can... coherent feedback when we get emails. Yeah. So try to, try to actually make sense. 
that seems to be a, a bar a bit too high for, yeah. for some of our listeners, but yes. uh, we'll never make fun of you to your face. So uh, you can at least know that. Also, if you want to ask us questions, you can do that at, uh, I haven't said the email address. It's a ymmvpod at gmail.com. If you give us feedback, we pay $10 for any feedback received. So just let us know how you'd like to be paid, PayPal or Venmo or whatever. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me rends